0: out the high schoolers for the illegals. Oh yeah. Hmm. Ray Epps. Fed. And jellyfish US UFOs. All that and a whole lot more on tonight's Jay Sheldon Show. Welcome in. Hello. Welcome aboard. Yeah, it's Wednesday. We are just starting our halfway through the week. Hope your day's going well so far. We want to give a hat tip and hello to I think it would be pronounced truth Trufer One, uh, who just started following the show, Olivia Noah 890 and T-Barn 723. Thank you guys very much for following the show. We appreciate it. And if you want to help out the show, it's absolutely free for you. Sign up for a free Rumble account. And then right down there is a green button says follow. Click it and you're done you also are able to chat live. Right now, the live chat is open, so grab yourself a keyboard and send along whatever you want. We'd love to hear from you. All right, we got all that and more, of course, coming up tonight. Right off the bat, though, we want to say hello to one of our sponsors, and that is the amazing Brick House Nutrition. Folks, Fruits and vegetables are the key to healthy living. They are the anchor of any healthy diet. You know that, but you know the problem is, it's not easy. You gotta shop for them, you gotta prepare them, you gotta hope they don't go bad before you get to them. That problem has been solved and this is with Field of Greens from Brick Brick Brickhouse Nutrition. It's a science-backed formula of specific healthy fruits and vegetables ground into an amazing tasting powder a variety of different flavors. You can mix it with green tea, water, orange juice, whatever you prefer and these are real USDA organic fruits and vegetables. If you look on the back of the pack It does not say supplement facts because they're not supplements they're just simply pure USDA organic fruits and vegetables. The ones you need, the ones that are tough to get and buy and prepare and it's all done up into one great tasting powder. Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. Here's some of the best sellers. Field of Greens, uh, regular variety. They got Wild Berry, which is really tasty. Uh, Radiance, built with science, mortared with innovation, made right here in the US, headquartered in Texas, formulated by doctors. Physicians actually have put this formula together with the idea they want to keep you healthy. Industry expert content and a 60-day guarantee. Something for the whole family. Whether you're an athlete or you just want to give yourself that extra kick in the butt and get your health going again, Field of Greens is the way to do it. Brickhouse Nutrition's Field of Greens, the link is in our show notes. That will get you a special discount and you will get an amazing offer if you use the link from Brickhouse Nutrition and the Jay Sheldon Show. Thank you, Brickhouse Nutrition, for being a part of this program. We really do appreciate that. And uh, check them out, Brickhouse Nutrition. Get you started on your way to a healthier you. All right. These illegal aliens have done everything possible to screw up just about everything about our life here in America and now it's getting worse. This is insane. This is from msn.com I use them a lot because they're kind of a left-leaning rag but when they cover something honestly they do a pretty even-handed job of covering it. I'm surprised but there you go. New York City high school students are going to not be attending classes for the foreseeable future. They're going to have to do remote learning, you know, like during the pandemic. They will be online taking their classes from home, which, you know, is useless. But the reason why is because they've kicked them out of their high school so that 2,000 migrants can be sheltered in the school instead. No, I'm not kidding. Nearly 2,000 migrants, illegals, sheltered in a tent shelter in New York City are being transferred to a nearby high school where the students are going to have to go to remote learning residents local politicians are outraged as well they should be that idiot new york mayor eric adams his office said they're moving a 1900 migrants from the tenth shelter at floyd bennett field for safety reasons because of the incoming storms potential high winds according to the new york daily news adams told reporters It was being done out of an overabundance of caution. Yeah. We want to make sure people are safe. Well, what about your American high school students who are getting a substandard education because of your pussyfooting around with these idiot illegals? Hmm? How about that part? James Madison High School which is where they're being moved, confirmed it was being used as a temporary overnight respite center, be closed as a result on Wednesday, today. Students are being forced to go to remote learning. Adams says New York City is at a breaking point as he warns of another surge of migrants from Texas. Well, babe, you know what? You're the one who so proudly de- declared yourself a sanctuary city, so suffer. Find a way. But find a way that does not involve kicking our American high school students out of school, you moron. Republican Councilwoman Inna Vernikoff says the move is unacceptable, arguing Floyd Bennett Field is not a sustainable housing facility. She says, our public schools are meant to be places of learning and growth for our children, of course, and were never intended to be shelters or facilities for emergency housing. Adams, by the way, has sued the Texas bus companies for transporting migrants to Sanctuary City. They're looking for $700 million. Yeah, good luck with that. It ain't gonna happen. Democrat Brad Lander, a comptroller in New York, said placing migrants at the Floyd Bennett Field highlights the mismanagement and waste of money that is all too present in City Hall's approach to shelter and service for asylum seekers. Parents are really pissed off, and I don't blame them. One woman screaming at the buses as they arrived, how does it feel that you kicked all the kids out of school tomorrow? It's just going to keep going. It isn't going to stop. This crap is going to continue and continue until somebody drops the bomb, drops the line, and says, that's it, no more. You're not doing it. You voted for this crap. You live with it. You knew this idiot mayor was how he is before you voted for him. But you went ahead and elected him. Happy now, New York? Enjoy. Suffer. You get what you vote for. Ray Epps. If I call him a Fed, will he sue me? Fed, Fed, Fed. This story broke today. It's been all over the news. I'm sure you've heard about it. But at least I wanted to cover it in case you hadn't. Ray Epps and how the Capitol riot sentence compares to other January 6th defendants. Here's the moron now. Where is it? Is there an ad before this rolls? No, but we don't need the psycho music. Prosecutors recommended he be locked up for six months. Epps pled guilty to a misdemeanor. Claims uh, Epps was a federal agent working on behalf of the FBI. Ray Epps was sentenced to one-year probation, and he doesn't even have any travel restrictions misdemeanor charge regarding his role in the Capitol riot. You know, we've all seen the footage of Epps saying, we have to go into the Capitol, go into the Capitol. But did Epps himself ever go into the Capitol? I don't think so. Epps was charged with one count of disorderly or disruptive conduct in a restricted building or grounds last september pled guilty the charge 32 months after january 6 2021 unleashed a flood of conspiracy theories against donald trump supporter alleging epps was an undercover government agent acting on behalf of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Epps federal prosecutors deny the claims, but the conspiracy reignited Tuesday after Epps wound up with a very simple, ridiculous six months of probation. I'm sorry, one year of probation. Epps is the only defendant who's been sentenced with just one count of disorderly or disruptive conduct. Prosecutors sought six months prison time for the charge. Maximum sentence is a year behind bars. Epps attorney asks for six months of probation. There have been eight other defendants sentenced so far charges related to the capital incident in which prosecutors sought six months of incar- incarceration blah, 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 along with other punishments like supervised release, community service, restitution. Of those 18, six were sentenced to prison for at least six months. Two, sentenced to more time than the prosecution actually sought. Twelve defendants sentenced to less time, but time nevertheless, most prison time spanning one to four months. Billingsley charged with knowingly entering or remaining in a restricted building without lawful authority. Same charge Epps faced, one of several. The prosecutor sought six months in prison, 12 months supervised release, 60 hours of community service, and 500 bucks restitution. He was sentenced to two years probation, 60 hours of community service, and a $500 restitution. EPS, a year probation with no travel restrictions. They just don't care. They're just going to stick it in your face. Because there's literally nothing you can do about it. Until November when it becomes election day and then you know what to do fix this damn country from the daily caller we haven't heard about this in a long time remember hunter biden's little foreign foray into the art world oh man according to comer the white house deceived the american people about hunter biden's art deals Yep. Okay, don't want the ad, thank you. The White House reportedly deceived us, you and me Americans, about Hunter Biden's art deals, according to Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer. He said yesterday, White House officials reportedly helped create an agreement. Listen to this, a professional gallerist would negotiate sales on Hunter's behalf and then keep all the details hidden from the First Son. People familiar with the agreement, told the Washington Post. Comer claimed Tuesday the White House agreement is a sham, citing the committee's transcribed interviews with George Burgess, the gallerist, Entrusted with handling Hunter's art deals. The White House appears to have deceived the American public about facilitating an ethics agreement governing the sale of Hunter Biden's art. The gallerist never had any communications with the White House about such an agreement, make sure there was any sort of ethics compliance at all, and he provided information to the committee revealing how Hunter Biden's amateur art career is an ethics nightmare. You think? The vast majority of this idiot's artwork was purchased by guess who? Yeah, Democratic donors one of whom was appointed by Biden to a prestigious commission after she purchased Hunter Biden's art for tens of thousands of dollars shortly after Joe Biden's inauguration. How convenient. The White House has a lot of splaining to do. The story is absolute bullshit but they don't care like I said they do not care hey in our show notes the next link down says making farmers gay I mislabeled the link there was actually a story related to that but the wrong link is there so never mind we'll find it we'll do it tomorrow (laughs) hey we're winning I love it when I can do a story that shows how we're actually winning and in this case we won the Biden administration has reversed its decision to tear down the William Penn statue shows how the war on history can be won this from the Daily Signal William Penn after whom the state of Pennsylvania was named. And they were going to tear down his statue. But the rotting bag of flesh administration has backed off, decided not to demolish a statue of William Penn, the founder of Pennsylvania. In case you haven't been following the latest war on history, the National Park Service announced over this past weekend it would remove the famous Quaker statue from in front of his historic home in Philadelphia, part of the supposed rehabilitation of the site. Trying to pull this off, even as Vice President Kamala Harris was posting on X, apparently with no sense of irony, about how extremists were trying to erase history. Meanwhile, they're going to tear the statue down. Clearly, the only history this administration won't erase is the one warped by ideology to fix the narrative how America is such a bad, awful place. Oh, it's horrible. After the move to topple Penn was announced, there was a firestorm of anger spread across social media. National Park Service account got blasted. Few days of anger, Pennsylvania Governor Joseph Shapiro, a Democrat, announced the Biden administration would halt the demolition project. Good news, but maybe not reason to celebrate. Like the thief who discovers a homeowner is armed, decides not to burglarize the house. The fact is, they were still going to do this. If it weren't for the public outcry, the statue would be gone. Why would you even consider removing a statue of William Penn? There is simply no good reason. None. But we won this round. Keep paying attention, because you know what happens the minute you look away? They're going to be right at it again. Yeah, oh, we're not coming after your gas stoves. Now they're coming after every appliance in your house. Oh, we're going to back off on getting rid of the pen statue until the heat turns down. And then they'll be right back at it again. I promise. It'll happen. All right, you know I got to cover a UFO story or a UAP story whenever we see it. You know, the only reason that they have changed the word from UFO to UAP is because UFO, after decades, has this kind of conspiracy theory feeling attached to it. So in order to give it a little more of a legitimate name, they decided to switch to Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon, UAP. When everybody else still says UFOs. Anyway, semantics. This is weird. And if it were just some citizens video footage, I'd say it looks a little fake. But it's not. It's military footage. A video shows a bizarre jellyfish looking UFO in one of the freakiest things you will ever see. That's it, right there. You see that right there in that red circle. What on earth? Incredibly stunning video shows a jellyfish UFO speeding through the skies of Iraq. Filmmaker Jeremy Corbin, or Corbell rather, brilliant guy, does great work. Done some brilliant films on UFOs. This is leaked footage from 2018, caught by the U.S. military. See, this is not some home movie. This is the U.S. military's own footage. Soldiers were ordered to quote unquote hunt it down. As this jellyfish UFO is flying over a military base, it was seen changing colors from white to black. Rapid temperature changes from hot to cold. If I'm not mistaken, this is uh, infrared, so that would explain the color changes. Corbell claims the flying object then went into a lake and remain underwater for 17 minutes before coming back up. When that happened, it shot up into the sky at a 45 degree angle. Witnesses say the legs of the jellyfish were stiff and stayed completely still. Take a look
1: at this. You see that? It's in thermal. It was filmed on a weapons platform.
0: That's Cornell.
1: You see that there's a dog there. see the animals are black. I'm assuming this is black hot. You see the object just went to white. And you'll see it going from white to black, white to black. And that's basically showing the heat differentials. It's going like hot and cold, hot and cold.
0: This is so weird. Look at that thing.
1: The problem was the optics platform was jammed. These individuals who target with these platforms, they can shoot out an Al-Qaeda tire at 27 miles away, but not being able to lock it was one of the first signs that something's weird.
0: They cannot get a lock on this thing.
1: I was able to find direct eyewitnesses and corroborate that this event did happen. When individuals would target in on it with the optics, The way it was described, each of these hanging things, they were stiff, like they weren't moving. They had geometric form, like scales, where it was said to be scales, like an armor. There were also people with night vision who were out and they were tasked to, to go look for it, couldn't see it on the night vision. Only in the thermal spectrum could it be seen. But anything that looks like that, appears to have a payload, that's a big deal. It could be dangerous, so these are high priority. But what happened is, there were a couple other nations involved, and the feeds were shut, just shut immediately. So that put me on high alert too. Why is it completely being shut down? But that's not all it did.
0: This is so weird. I'm gonna let this play for a little bit
1: goes out over a body of water, I'm told. It stops on a dime, descends into the water, stiff into the water. And for 17 minutes, nothing. And boom, this thing comes up out of the water and shoots off at 45 degrees, just like that. It looks very much like what I've heard that has made incursions into nuclear facilities because I know for sure, fact of the matter, there is footage from inside a nuclear facility, and I'll just say it, Pantex, that's the one, man. Something that appears identical to this moves between these nuclear silos and shot off again at a 45-degree angle. What it is, I don't know, but now, when it goes over a body of water, I do have some footage of that.
0: weird huh
1: this is when that same object jellyfish ufo goes out over this This, like you kind of get an idea by that distance now how far these optic systems can reach when it gets to that point where it's over the water every source that i have talked with who is aware of this footage that footage exists you've got a ufo or uap descends into the water stiff comes back up and then shoots off 45 degrees now this was taken by an intelligence agency and and buried so i don't know man these are the cases that sparked me I-
0: wow I, I that's longer than i normally would play a video on this show but that is incredible that is amazing you see that thing and like i said it, it's it almost it, because it's infrared so that's part of what makes it a bit weird But it's just the craziest thing. And this is military. This is some sort of a weapons targeting system video that was recorded. So, I mean, they can lock on targets, whatever they pick. And like he said, you could shoot up the tire of a a Humvee at 500 yards. But they cannot get a lock on whatever this is. Time for some disclosure, folks. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. Before my time is done on this little planet, I wanna know what they know. We'll see. We shall see, my friends. I. It's time for our book. We have been reading children's classic literature on this show. For almost the whole run of the program, which has been about, what, three years plus now? Yeah, I know. Started a long time ago. We've done The Wizard of Oz, Peter Pan, The Little Prince, Jungle Book, White Fang, and right now we're doing L- Treasure Island. Robert Louis Stevenson. In our show notes, by the way, right at the bottom before contact your representatives, you'll see something labeled Treasure Island. That is a documentary about Robert Louis Stevenson. Apparently, there is a belief that this book was partly an autobiography. Most interesting. Anyway, I hope you enjoy this. Uh, we have a great time reading it. I love telling stories. I love reading books. and. Uh, The whole idea behind this is to get you to pick up a book. More importantly, get your kids to pick up a book. If it's got to be a Kindle or on their tablet, whatever, fine. But honestly, the better way is to actually get yourself a physical book. Get it in their hands. And by the way, if you just can't get them to do it, how about a bedtime story time? do what I do, read a part of a chapter of a book until you get all the way through to the end and start another one. Science and studies have shown that whether your kid is actually reading the book or being read to, the same stuff that goes on in their head doesn't make a difference if they're being read to or if they are actually reading the book themselves. Both ways it works. Let's move it ahead. It's Treasure Island by Robert Louis Stevenson from 1868. At last, the breeze came. The schooner sidled and drew nearer on the dark. I felt the hawser slacken once more, and with a good, tough effort, cut the last fibers through. The breeze had but little action on the coracle and I was almost instantly swept against the bows of the Hispaniola. At the same time, the schooner began to turn upon her heel, spinning slowly end for end across the current. I wrought like a fiend, for I expected every moment to be swamped, and since I found I couldn't push the coracle directly off, I now shoved straight astern. At length, I was clear of my dangerous neighbor, and just as I gave the last impulsion, my hands came across a light cord that was trailing aboard across the stern bulwarks. Instantly, I grasped it. Why I should have done so, I can hardly say. It was at first mere instinct, but once I had it in my hands and found it fast, curiosity began to get the upper hand and I determined I should have one look through the cabin window. I pulled in hand over hand on the cord, and when I judged myself near enough, rose at infinite risk to about half my height, and thus commanded the roof and a slice of the interior of the cabin. Well, by this time, the schooner and her little consort were gliding pretty swiftly through the water. Indeed, we'd already fetched up level with the campfire. The ship was talking, as sailors say, loudly, treading the innumerable ripples with an incessant, weltering splash. And until I got my eye above the window sill, I could not comprehend why the watchman had taken no alarm. One glance, however, was sufficient, and it was only one glance that I durst take from the unsteady sketch skiff. It showed me Hans and his companion locked together in a deadly wrestle, each with a hand upon each other's throat. I dropped against the thwart again none too soon, for I was near overboard. I could see nothing for the moment but these two furious and crimson faces swaying together under the smoky lamps. I shut my eyes to let them grow once more familiar with the darkness. The endless ballad had come to an end at last. The whole diminished company about the campfire had broken into the chorus I'd heard so often. Fifteen men on a dead man's chest, yo-ho-ho and a bottle of rum. Drink and devil had done for the rest, yo-ho-ho and a bottle of rum. I was just thinking how busy drink and the devil were at that very moment in the cabin of the Hispaniola when I was surprised by a sudden lurch of the coracle. At the same moment, she yawed sharply and seemed to change her course. The speed in the meantime had strangely increased. I opened my eyes at once, and all around me were little ripples, combing over with a sharp bristling sound, and slightly phosphorescent. The Hispaniola herself, a few yards in whose wake I was still being whirled along, seemed to stagger in her course. I saw her spars toss a little against the blackness of the night. Nay, as I looked longer, I made sure she was also wheeling to the southward. I glanced over my shoulder, and my heart jumped against my ribs. There, right behind me, was the glow of the campfire. The current had turned at right angles, sweeping round along it with the tall schooner and the little dancing coracle, ever quickening ever bubbling higher, ever muttering louder. It went spinning through the narrows for the open sea. Suddenly the schooner in front of me gave a violent yaw, turning perhaps through twenty degrees, and almost at the same moment, one shout followed another from on board. I could hear feet pounding on the companion ladder, and I knew the two drunkards had at last been interrupted in their quarrel and awakened to a sense of their disaster. While I lay down flat in the bottom of that wretched skiff, devoutly recommended my spirit to its maker, and at the end of the straits, I made sure we must fall in some bar of raging breakers where all my troubles would be ended speedily. And though I could perhaps bear to die, I could not bear to look upon my fate as it approached. So I must have lain for hours, continually beaten to and fro upon the billows, now and again wetted with flying sprays, and never ceasing to expect death at the next plunge. Gradually weariness grew upon me, a numbness and occasional stupor fell upon my mind even in the midst of my terrors, until sleep at last intervened. And in my sea-tossed coracle I lay and dreamed of home and the old Admiral Benbow. Coming up next, it's chapter 24 called The Curse of the Coracle. And we will start that chapter on tomorrow's show. Hey, Thank you so much for popping by and uh, checking out the show, we really do appreciate it. If you uh, have not done it yet, get yourself a free Rumble account, just sign up with your email, we don't spam your inbox or anything. and be sure once you've got that account you take part in our live chat and also you hit that follow button right down there the green button says follow click that costs you nothing helps the show out a lot thank you so much folks really appreciate it and I will see you again tomorrow